0: In 2019, the first Kilby Block Party was held in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the small venue at the heart of Utah's music scene, Kilby Court.
1: So we figured we should do something special for the community to say thank you for supporting us over the years and, and making Kilby Court a special place.
0: That's Nick Smith, the director of Sartain and Saunders Presents. They organized the block party and owned several music venues in the city, including Kilby Court. The DIY venue has a capacity of 200. Smith explains when you get to the end of the Kilby Court Alley, the venue is just a garage space with a little patio.
1: The magic that happens when it, people start coming in, it, it feels like it's a house show, like it's something that's in your, in your own backyard.
0: 2019's festival lineup included mostly local artists except for Death Cab for Cutie. That included Jack Rudder, whose stage name is Rip Momney. He's gained millions of listeners the past few years and is also playing at the 2023 festival.
2: Yeah, the performance itself was really fun. Like, the festival was really well run. Like, now now it sort of feels like humble beginnings, you know, to like Kilby Block Party. But at
1: the time, it was like huge, like for Salt Lake.
0: Smith says initially the Block Party was meant to be just a one-time event.
1: After that first one was passed, uh, the amount of... Uh... Support we got from it and just the feeling that we had from, from being able to throw an event like that, just we, we came together and we said we should do this every year. And
0: then the pandemic happened. Unable to hold the festival in 2020, it returned in 2021 in the same format with more touring artists. For 2022, Smith says SNS took a big risk by expanding the block party to two days and moving it downtown to Library Square. <laughs> The lineup was chock-full of big-name artists, from indie heartthrobs Phoebe Bridgers and Mac DeMarco to teenager-loved acts Steve Lacey and Claro. The risk paid off.
1: That was the best turnout we had so far. Uh, It sold out within the first six days, went on sale, which totally blew us
0: away. Smith thinks one factor in the success was that people were less burdened by COVID-19 risks, creating a bigger hunger to see live music.
1: And the other component would be the lineup where You know we decided to bring on uh, four stages instead of just the two and that allowed us to really diversify the lineup
0: bring in a lot more touring acts mixed with the local acts brady flores is the co-founder of the local record label up here records he says last year was a big step up
2: this is something that utah has needed for such a long time like their own like real music festival because like we have the twilight series which are all really great, and I love going to those, but, like, it's not, like, a true-to-form music festival.
0: For the fourth Kilby Block Party on May 12th to the 14th of this year, it will be a three-day festival. The artists playing include The Strokes, Pixies, Caroline Pulachek, and Run the Jewels, among 55 others. Rutter remembers searching Kilby Block Party when the lineup was first announced.
2: The top suggested search was, is Kilby Block Party lineup real? Like it just, it looks like a joke,
1: like just because it's so stacked.
0: The festival is also moving to a bigger location at the Utah State Fair Park.
1: The backdrop is so incredible. It's gonna be like a huge outdoor stage here with the mountains in the background. You know, It's gonna be, I think, very, very visually stunning as well as sounding great.
0: With a bigger space, Smith expects the festival to be pretty well attended.
1: So last year we had 10,000 people per day. This year, We'll probably have somewhere in the area of twenty-five to thirty thousand per day.
0: Shelby Maddock is the lead singer for the Plastic Cherries, a Salt Lake-based rock band playing at the Block Party. They performed at the Urban Lounge at a show that highlighted local artists playing at the festival. So I am really excited to see all of the local bands play. Um, I'm also really excited to share the stage with some of our heroes. Post-pandemic, she feels the local music scene is in a pivotal time right now to grow and be more connected than ever. I think that the block party can be a really great vehicle for growth for some of these bands and some of these artists. Rudder thinks the block party will have a lasting impact on the local music scene. I
2: wonder if if it's really important in terms of, like, taking ourselves seriously. To consider Salt Lake a music hub of some kind.
0: Smith says next year's block party is already in the works. They hope to make it even bigger and better to solidify it as an important festival that people can rely on every year. I'm Andrew Christiansen reporting.